This episode of Laser Time is brought to you by Gamefly, and you lucky listeners can go to GameflyOffer.com slash LaserTime and get started with a free month of Gamefly. Welcome to Laser Time, the Internet's sixth leading pop culture show. The Internet's sixth leading pop culture show. I say that because uh-huh. I thought, wouldn't it be funny if we did a show about twins? Hey, I had a great idea. What? Let's do a show about twins. Come on! I swear I had that uh, that idea all on my own. I'm going to get it out first. Ah, uh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Golden Golvis is making mine, so... Uh, Ooh, uh, yeah. So, okay, I'm Chris Antista. Dave Rudden. I am Parallel Thought. <laughs> <laughs> Personified. Fred Elson, and who else do we have? The third Barbarian brother. Wow, that's fun. <laughs> uh, uh, not those kind of twin movies. Hi, yes. welcome to Laser Time, where the uh, you don't know what we do? We pick a pop culture topic, yeah. do a little bit of research, grab you some fun sound effects, yes. think of some examples, usually have a little bit of fun here. Mm-hmm. We consider ourselves experts, but I believe we'll have an episode soon enough that will mm-hmm. prove that we're not. Yes. Oh, I don't sure. consider myself an expert on anything that's not Ernest commercial. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's that all fucking... No one else was making like Ernest-like commercials during that era? Yeah. No. There's no like Burnest who went to his friend <laughs> yeah. Burns' door? I mean, there's, there were regional stars who wanted... I mean... Every region has some guy. Who, oh, it's that guy from the car yeah. commercials or whatever. But there was no mm. one like Ernest. Yeah. The end. Burnus and Laura Dern. <laughs> they weren't even. Hey like, Dern. Yeah. Hey Dern. <laughs> but yes, this this episode's going to be all about movies that are. What the hell was that? That's it's the old the, commercial. The beer commercial. I don't know. I, twins. Yeah. I don't know what we're calling this. I hope it's not twin movies. It's, well, that's what the official official designation on Wikipedia mm. is. There is an entry on Wikipedia, and it's one of those things on Wikipedia that makes you realize, like, oh, Wikipedia is curated by people who are extremely extremely meticulous mm-hmm. and maybe a little bit insane. So if you go to the Twin Films Wikipedia page, there are two hundred pairs of movies <laughs> that. It's, and in a lot of cases, they are not, they're barely like mm-hmm. related. Right. They did come out within and within a similar time frame. So the basis that I had for this episode mm. is that yes, they're twin films, which are it's unofficial name for mm. when two very similar movies are released in a close time frame, mm-hmm. usually as a result of like a, just a general trend. Yeah, well, we were, we've been talking about doing this for a while, and the yeah. ones I knew off the top of my head were the result of like. The studio's being aware they're making the same fucking movie and yeah. kind of tripping yeah, over themselves trying to, get to make first. it faster. Yeah, yeah, but it's not usually, like... In some cases, it could be, like, uh, an employee moving between studios or a script being shopped to multiple studios, but I think in most of these cases, it's just like, hey, this is the hot thing right now. Let's cover it. Yeah, oh, it turns or, out someone else is doing it, yeah. too. Especially a lot of the 90s stuff. It's like, well... CG got to a point where we can make disaster movies yeah. again. I don't know when the first disaster movie craze, like 60s or 50s yeah. or... Towering yeah. Inferno? Yeah. So I mean, now someone it got to was point described like the, yeah. the King Kong remake yeah. isn't a monster movie. It's a disaster film because uh, right? yeah. that's how, how big they were. Right. And so that leads people to go like, well, there was a tornado one. I mean, mm-hmm. Asteroids, that's always a good one, right? So yeah. then you get... I, I sort of blame uh, Jurassic Park and then by association Twister because... Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Twister. Pe- I think people realize years they, apart. they couldn't cre- recreate Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. but they could recreate Twister. Sure. Mm-hmm. But now, Twister is, we talked about it on 302010, yeah. uh, the most cathartic natural mm-hmm. disaster movie for the Midwest, I guarantee yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, because you treat it like a real enemy that you're genuinely <laughs> afraid of. No, it's the only natural disaster. I don't want to derail it already, <laughs> yeah. but like, it's the only natural disaster that is physically embodied by something. It's yeah. not an earthquake or mm. hurricane. Like, hurricane's too big. Mm-hmm. An earthquake doesn't have anything. A tornado is like, that fucker. You can see it coming. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. it's got a little Saddam Hussein beret on it. <laughs> it's twiddling its mustache. <laughs> so the the in for the Wikipedia entry, the very first thing listed mm-hmm. uh, just so happens to be a twin movie for one of the most well known and popular films of all time. What? Uh, I'll play a little bit of the trailer. Gone with the Wind has captured the imagination and acclaim of the entire world. The screen has never known a love story to compare with this. When Rhett Butler meets Scarlett O'Hara. But actually, there was another movie just like that. According to Wikipedia, Jezebel... Uh, released a, a year earlier because this this was a pop based Gone with the Wind. Still, I mm-hmm. think according to ticket sales, the most seen movie of all time mm-hmm. in theaters, mm-hmm. and was in, based on a book and in production forever. I think thought unfilmable. Margaret mm-hmm. E. Mitchell's. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. right. Uh, Possessive. But that that I don't want to <laughs> go to that level because even though Jezebel is mm-hmm. a somewhat popular movie, it won like some Academy Awards. Great website. I'm sure Diana is just like tearing her earbuds <laughs> right now that we don't know anything about Jezebel, but. For what I wanted to do for this is movies that have similar notoriety. Mm. So there, this this Wikipedia page is just filled with movies that are yes, they're similar. Yes, they came without out within the same year, but one is so much more well known than the other that yeah. it's like. Uh, so a couple examples. There's uh, people love Doctor Strangelove, but do people remember Failsafe? Fuck a, no. Another nu- another nuclear annihilation movie in the same year. Nuclear. Uh, it's nuclear. pronounced nuclear. George W. Uh, <laughs> around the time that Na- Nightmare on Elm Street came out, a movie called Dreamscape came out that was a similar premise about dr- people really? dying in their dreams. Uh. Uh, Porky's released the same year as The Last American Virgin. Which remember one do people that. remember? Porky's. I mean, there was that, but that was a string of like, yeah. losing it. Tom yeah. Cruise's first film. Yes. Uh, Scott Bale in Zapped. Zap. Oh, that is so rapey and. Yeah. Like, that's I love that movie. Uh, when RoboCop came out, there Let's, was uh, a, edit that so you don't say I those do. things. No, wait, I'm not thinking of that. That's why I'm thinking of my tutor. It's a great Crispin Glover who's mm-hmm. watching women do aerobics in close up for like five minutes. Yeah, it's actually goes, just a documentary. Oh boy, I'm gonna yeah. hit the ceiling tonight. I'm like that's the funniest fucking mm-hmm. line for jizzing on your ceiling from a 1980s yeah. movie ever. Uh, what's, what's, the, what's, the, what's the second? one? I don't know. <laughs> I think it wasn't until Scary Movie that jizz and ceiling yeah, finally uh, met yes. on a visual standard. Uh, a couple other examples. Uh, when RoboCop came out, there was another uh, RoboCop movie called The Vindicator. What the wow. fuck? And, uh, Brett, this might set, sadden you, but uh, Iron Eagle going against Top Gun. Never yeah. say die. I know people, yeah, people love Iron Eagle, but it's no, not it's, at Top Gun's level. No, it's like, what's a way cheaper one with less cool <laughs> with less cool planes? Yeah, in a lot of cases, like, there's one, like, Jurassic Park went against Carnosaur. No, Carnosaur, Carnosaur was, was made under a million dollars. Yeah, Jurassic yeah, yeah. Park Carnosaur was... was made in response to Jurassic uh, yeah. Park. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I can't shit talk the eagle. Yeah. I, I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, but let's start out with the, the big disaster movies. Because those ooh. seem to be what people recall the most mm-hmm. when you have these kind of twin... Like, when you just talk about twin movies in general. Right. The one that, like, I've told a couple people, like, oh, this we're doing... We have this idea. The mm-hmm. first thing that people mentioned. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Deep Impact and Armageddon. Totally. Yeah. So here's Deep Impact. I don't want to miss either of these things. Small asteroid fragments this morning. How big were those? Those were nothing. The size of basketballs and Volkswagens. This new one you're tracking, how big? It's the size of Texas, Mr. President. That's what I'm against. That's what we call a global oh, sorry. killer. <laughs> sorry, I... I fooled everyone, Dave. Yeah. I guess you're proving your point. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, Armageddon, which is July 98. Yes. And, uh... It kind of overshadowed. I think it tried to be bigger than Deep Impact. Well, because yeah, well, yeah. It, it did they, better. They it definitely did better, mm-hmm. but they were trying to do completely different things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas Deep Impact yeah. is trying to be the like, let's look at society. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. not saying it did any of these things particularly well, but like it's trying to be a more human story about what ha- what what do people do, what do families yeah. do, yeah. How does it bring people together or tear countries apart? 
And yeah, then, and like, then what like, happens like after focusing the... on the evacuations? Yeah, yeah, reun- yeah, yeah. Uh, like where's families Arma- reunited. Where's Armageddon yeah. is the exact same scenario, but what if a bunch of oil rigs? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, see, it's the cool dudes had to go land on the asteroid and blow it up. Deep Impact was missing the most important thing, which was an animal cracker going up Liv Tyler's midriff. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and then his, and then her dad sang a song about it. Yes, oh, yes. And I bought the fucking soundtrack. <laughs> I don't want to watch the scene. Yeah, just, li- just hearing it's so the. Uncomfortable. <laughs> Just hearing the or the Armageddon trailer. Yeah. Uh, now I'll actually play a Deep Impact's trailer, yeah. and you can even see how like the stakes are not as big. Last summer, two comets were discovered that are on a collision course with Earth. Oh my God. The smaller comet will hit first. We now have the details. Creating a tidal wave over 3,000 feet high. Okay. The larger comet is the size oh. of New York City. 500 billion tons. If it can't be stopped, all life on Earth will perish. Good. Okay. So that it's totally different. There's two comments instead of one. And oh yeah. <laughs> well, the, the, actually, at the beginning but of Armageddon, actually, Ar- at the beginning of I'm, Armageddon, there's like there's there's got to be a better term for it, but like pre cum for yeah. asteroids. Like they do. There are some asteroids that hit. Yeah, it hits Eddie Griffin. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Knocks over the Chrysler. It knocks the pizza out of Spider Man's hand. But that's I, I'm a deep impact guy. I don't know where we all yeah. stand in this. You want to do? Do we want to get on Twitter and immediately do yeah. a hashtag I mean, team we deep can impact? On, for all of these, we can unofficially declare which one was the better. Well, of the movies. I stole that story before. I was. Studying in Costa Rica Mm -hmm. for a month, and I went to go see this in the theater. It was the first thing in English because it was just had subtitles. The first thing in English I'd seen in like three weeks. Thought that was Godzilla. Uh, Yeah, Godzilla. Godzilla as well. I saw them like back to back Mm -hmm. because I just I didn't I didn't know the movie theater would be playing English films. Mm -hmm. But I cried my fucking eyes out in a rah rah America. Did you like like, super salute Morgan Freeman at the end? Dude, it was awful. Like I'm so embarrassed. Life finds a way. So (laughs) that's not the same guy. But that Morgan Freeman might be the most lasting. uh, Yeah. Uh, like the lasting thing from that film was Dave Chappelle did a series of sketches yeah. based on Morgan Freeman's character and yeah. ELE. I mean, the question about which is the better movie that was decided by one irrefutable fact that yes. Armageddon has a Criterion collection. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> How did that happen? That's it. Uh, it does say important movies. I hate Armageddon. There was a more articulate uh-huh. essay based on this that Indiana Jones had kind of ruined films. It Indiana Jones is amazing, but what we don't realize, having not been alive to watch other disaster in action movies, is that. Lucas and Spielberg were trying to make old old uh, serials that they loved in the theaters. Sure. So every 10 minutes is a new scene. Mm-hmm. They go to a different place and do something different. And then in Armageddon, there's like 16 crescendos and it's yeah. it's exhausting. Yeah. I'm fucking tired. I don't care by the end of it. Whereas like at least... In you didn't get sad when uh, when Ben Affleck sacrificed his life for, or Bruce Willis or vice versa. I the, forget who did what. No, no. Because I, I was too out of the scene after fucking Ben Affleck did a monster trunk, truck <laughs> jump in the fucking Moon Patrol thing. Like that, what a, again, one of like a billion Yahoo, like, climaxes. Yeah, yeah, and so at the time I was I I saw them both in the theater. Uh, at the time I was like, Deep Impact was way better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then as I get older, I'm like, Deep Impact is too boring to I watch. I think it might be boring. And Armageddon is stupid, but I bet it's way more fun to rewatch at this but point. But yeah. the, the two, but the I'm two sure Deep asteroid Impact is better. The two asteroid element to it mm-hmm. is more awesome because yeah. like Deep Impact or Armageddon has to set all its action on the fucking asteroid yeah. itself, whereas like the people miss. Mm. The smaller comet and it hits, and yeah. we get to see the disaster yeah. of a comet that big. Yeah. See Elijah like, Wood, Taylioni hug her dad is like a tidal <laughs> yeah. wave, like four hundred feet tall, yeah. about yeah. to hit her. And, uh, Elijah Wood fart around on a moped. <laughs> it, that, like the total one-upsmanship. I, I don't know if like one person from like the Deep Impact uh, said said like our our asteroid is the size of New now, York City. 
Ours is fucking as big as Texas. Now, yeah. Screw you. Here's here's They're definitely all dead with our asteroid. The controversy. Like, they don't even have the underground bunkers. That's so, that one's comets and the other one's an asteroid? Is it? I don't know. Well, what they, said, they said comets. Alligator crocodile over here. Well, no, they said comets in the Deep Impact trailer. Did they? Yeah. Space oh. rock, all right? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Yes. Oh, fine. Yes. Fine. So, Dr. It's, Elston over here. <laughs> an intergalactic bullet is heading towards her. That would I, be better. Yeah. Uh, I, I, the, I guess the behind the scenes What's is... And the, reason, the reason why I think this even occurs to mm-hmm. you is because DreamWorks was a new film company. Mm-hmm. The a creation of Steven Spielberg, David Geffen, and Jeffrey Katzenberg... Mm-hmm. And the Dr. Ru- Katz. The, well, the rumor was for this this film and another one that that because of Katzenberg's contacts with within agencies, NASA. he had he had an awareness of what, the tentpole films that were coming up at other studios. Ah. So the first couple of years of DreamWorks are just like we're going to make your movie in first and try ah. and make it better. And that 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 you could tr- contribute to attribute it to parallel thought, but the the general theory is is that Katzenberg kind of lifted a bunch of the ah. shit and took it to DreamWorks. Huh. Uh, well, the other notable uh, disaster movies that faced off each other against each other was actually around the same time, a year yeah. earlier. We're probably going to start talking about them on 302010 soon, Talk I think. Yes, we did, actually. Uh, let me play that one. Dante's Peak. In the town of Dante's Peak, <laughs> a volcano oh. is turning nature into a nightmare. Come on! In the town of Volcano, yes. Dante's Peak is true. <laughs> and uh, that's sadly quick. where uh, Linda, Linda Hamilton died, and we haven't seen her in any movie since. She wow, hasn't right. top-lined like yes. a film since, yeah. uh, because she's old and a woman. Yes. Quick bonus <laughs> question before we move on. Mm. Uh, what video game shared the initial same premise as Deep Impact? <laughs> again From the mid-90s. Uh, Final Fantasy? Uh, Seven. Nah. <laughs> well, in the idea that you go up and they're going to go up and blow the asteroid up before the it hits dig. Earth. Yep, that's the oh, one. Oh, nice. hmm. Lucas uh, Lucas Arts joint. Yep, All right. Oh, wow. I believe Spielberg was involved with that somehow as well. Yes, yeah, it yeah. was. Uh, it got rewritten because it was too grimdark and it is uh, <laughs> almost uh, too depressing to play as is. Yeah. So I can't yeah. imagine what it was like <laughs> otherwise. I hope to see you fight grimdark one day. <laughs> That'd be amazing. So yeah. he's my shadow, the hedgehog. So the movie that went dressed in all black. <laughs> How do I know you're not grimdark right now? <laughs> the movie that went up against Dante's Peak. I, f- I forgot about this movie, and when I saw it on the list, I'm like, oh, this the name itself just makes it seem like, oh, this is this was on Sci-Fi Channel or something. Mm. But no, it was a big budget release that like made oh, some yeah, decent money. A, it was a big movie. Volcano. Yeah. Like April or May of 97. Volcano starring Tommy Lee Jones. It's just that it, like, what's that fucking Tom Cruise movie mm. where like the tagline was bigger than the movie title itself? Mm-hmm. Live, die, repeat. I totally agree. Oh. Yeah, oh, Edge, Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. The, the bigger words on the poster were the coast is toast. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. And then volcano diminished at the bottom. The coast is toast is my favorite it's, toast place out here. It, to get You get some guacamole on toast. It's $18. It's the best. It's so good. Like, There's a line. If you can give me a 90s <laughs> movie with a, with a tagline that dumb, yeah. I'm immediately uh, interested. Enjoy the ride. <laughs> now, let me play a bit of a volcano's Let's, trailer. Wow. Tight line. All this locations in every movie he's mm-hmm. in. Yes. <laughs> this is super this volcano destroyed every flop house, penthouse, <laughs> viper room, every egg slut in the <laughs> food truck. Uh, <laughs> 
But uh, this is something I've noticed that with a bunch of these movies, there is one movie, usually the one that got there first, that has the better title. And yeah. one has to just be like, uh, we'll name something similar to it, but like one is r- usually right on the nose. Yeah, I think Dante's Peak emerges the more respectable yeah, film. But it, it, you don't know what that is until like you look at the back of the box. Whereas Volcano, it's like, fuck, yeah, when I, know I des- that. when I describe like the L.A. subway blowing up and a volcano emerging from the Bray tar pits, <laughs> which one do you want to see? Yeah. Yeah. The one- and again, it's like Le- Volcano is really silly and mm-hmm. stupid. Mm-hmm. It ends with like the greatest. The, they stop the giant flow of they whatever. Decapitate the volcano. It is a Universal Studios ride movie. It, <laughs> and all the ashes are falling on everybody, <laughs> and everybody's gray. <laughs> and the movie literally ends with, though, we're all the same. Look how, look, like. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my God. Like, we're really? all this, like oh, wow. every, everyone was joined together. Race doesn't matter uh, anymore. in Twilight Zone oh. EC comic. And it's like. I hate those gray face movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the 9 uh, 11 made it unwatchable. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> I watched. I saw it in the theater, and it was dumb and fun, wow. and we laughed at it, and it was like, whatever. And then I watched <laughs> it again. Man. We were in we were in LA and there was like it was like one of those we got done with what we were doing and on TV that night in our hotel was both Dragonheart and Volcano back to back. I was like, I'm ready to go, man. And I remember uh, one of those. Dragonheart still fine, yikes, silly. But uh, man, Volcano was again just stupid mm-hmm. and fun. And like I'd rather watch that than Dante's Peak because yeah. it knows like. Look, nobody's going to care about a volcano for very long, so just every 30 seconds, I, yeah. make something happen. I was going to say that, because in order to like keep the stakes going in these movies, yeah. I think Dante's Peak had to like justify a lot of other disasters around what might happen during a volcano, like mm-hmm. earthquakes sure, and like yeah, the, yeah. the freeway splitting apart before you get to the volcano, whereas the volcano just spewed lava out of section... Rem, out like, of an area where it's like... Of LA. Out of a yeah, flat-ass L.A., and it's like, all right, and For, there's just enough yeah. science-y <laughs> shit where you're like, I guess the tar pits could blow up. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they're real. Um, <laughs> is this a pre-bond for Pierce Brosnan? This no, it's uh, mid Alright, so this yep. is, peak, uh, this peak, is peak, peak Pierce. This is post Goldeneye, and he'll be in Tomorrow Never Dies later that yeah, year. Yeah, okay. I think that's the, like Linda Hamilton and Pierce Brosnan were still kind of allegedly bankable people after yeah, like yeah. T2 mm-hmm. and Goldeneye. I guess that was a while ago. T2 yeah. was six years ago. Fucking, oh, yeah. fucking uh, I lo- to, further to its shitty credits, uh, mm-hmm. Randy Newman's I Love LA seems to be the first song in the soundtrack. Really? So I'm sure wow. that's in the establishment. What's the oh. other movie that uses that? <laughs> like every movie yes. when you go to LA? Yeah, yeah. Um, this, was, this was the first movie I remember seeing that started with Fox 2000. Ah. I don't like instead of 20th Century Fox, there was a Fox 2000. Jesus, really? We talked I, about I that in the this. dumb mergers episode. Wow. 20th century doesn't mean shit mm-hmm. once you're this close to the new millennium. Edgy, <laughs> and no one and no one remembers that it's a yeah. fucking studio. The funny thing about these movies too is that I always felt like you know we'd get like one rental a week, like growing up where I was Me at, too. and it was just like you had to pick one, and yeah. you would never see the other one because it was yeah. like it's like eating two dinners. Why yeah. would I it was have the like... movie version of having a Sega Genesis Super Nintendo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. can't get both. You're yeah. wasting your time. Yeah, frankly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, now that we got the 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 disaster movies out of the way, we're gonna take a quick break. Um, we're gonna play uh, some Aerosmith while yes. I have a. Uh, uh, an animal cracker run over my naked body. <laughs> Be back soon with even more twin films. Commercial alert! Put the VCR on pause. Ah! 
Yo, what up, Laser Timers? We're talking about twin movies here. Uh, and you know what makes a good pairing with movies? Video games. That's right. And Gamefly has both. Uh, yeah, you can not only get it, like all the new games that you'd like, they also have Blu-rays and DVDs you can get sent to your house with self-addressed stamped envelopes to send them back. It's like creating a queue with Netflix. You know how to do that, don't you? And if you go to GameflyOffer.com slash LazerTime, you can get started with a free 30-day trial to try the uh, Gamefly service out for yourself, or uh, you can immediately get started at the low reduced cost just for you listeners at GameflyOffer.com slash LazerTime. An introductory uh, price of nine fifty a month. How about that? Yeah, Gamefly has pretty much everything you need. Bulletstorm, Full Clip Edition, Final Fantasy XV, Resident Evil 7, Mass Effect Andromeda, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Does all that sound like it's really expensive? Well, you can try it free or get started at 950 at Gamefly. And guess what? You'll also get your movies there. Gamefly even allows you to stream certain games right on your computer right now. No waiting for things to be shipped. And guess what? If you like a game enough... You can buy it back from Gamefly at an extremely reduced cost, and they will send you the uh, box and manual and all that other good stuff that comes with it as if you bought it yourself at a local retailer. Quit getting burned by bad games, people, and give Gamefly a shot. And remember, you can do that at GameflyOffer.com slash LazerTime. you like Laser Time shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, Laser Time's weekly bonus show exclusively on Patreon.com slash Laser Time. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. Hey, I think I have my first vape-related injury. No, my lips are a little chapped, and I, I was... It can't happen with a cigarette. I took a hit, and then I just pulled, and, like, it stuck to my lip. Yank. A bunch of skin came off. My lip still fucking hurts. Again, just wanted to let all the people, all the good vapors out there know in Vape City... Um, What's going on with that? You I'm about to branch, wrap. Out, branch out and try a different flavor. Um, I, this is this is a pumpkin cookie. Um, they, well, they sent it to you. They sent it to me for free. Occasionally, it's Lucky Charms flavor. I'm also partial to that too. What happened to Coastal Butter? Uh, I'm out. Is there not a vape uh, podcast advertiser <clears throat> like that? <laughs> we'll send you three flavors a month, and then vape every month send back, the, send back the juice you don't want. Don't tell anybody this. Hello, vape. But I tried to land one. Uh, <laughs> I did my best. I'm not smart. Get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly full-length, uncensored, and ad-free Patreon-exclusive podcast, as well as weekly full-length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, physical rewards, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreon.com slash lasertime, starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again. Laser Time, second segment. Playing two-hand touch, eating way too much, watching my team win with the twins. Okay, so that tw- I had to get clarification on the twin sound effect you use it because I think we've been saying that as different references. Yeah. And I'm referencing, I think, 22 Jump Street with the Lucas Brothers oh. can't not say the same word and then high five and mm. say twins, okay. <laughs> I, right. which I yeah. that movie's fucking hilarious. God damn it. But uh, 22 Jump Street doesn't have a twin film. No. Uh, we're back with more twin films. Twin films. There, uh, I, get, I was thinking, there, whenever there are twin films, yeah. there's usually, I don't know if you'd call this like the illegitimate child mm-hmm. TV yeah. movie 
Yeah. Like yeah. Bruce Campbell's tornado <laughs> that landed oh, the day before. The Sci-Fi uh, Channel is definitely yeah. yeah. There should so, be like a, a sub column on the uh, yeah. Wikipedia page. Like, what did Sci-Fi do that was like this? Yeah. And this is before the whole like, what was that Atlantic Rim or whatever yeah, that studio? Yeah. What are they called again? Oh, oh Asylum. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah this asylum. is like pre-Asylum. So. Transmorphous more transmorphers more than they appear to be. Yes. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Amazing. Yes. Uh, so let's do some let's do some comedies now. Oh, quick. Cool. Uh, which you wouldn't think uh, those aren't right like right for twin films. You think mm-hmm. like biopics mm-hmm. and disaster movies are the best stuff, but no, there's a couple of comedies. So yeah, let's start with a, a pair of uh, a pair of dogs. What? Sorry, Scott you Turner had finally oh. found the girl of his dreams. Oh God, a woman in my house. He finally had the perfect relationship. So you'll be staying another night. Oh, yes, of course! When something big happened to change it. Something called Hooch. Wait a row! No! We don't know much about dogs. This is not my dog. Now he's being swept off his feet and dragged all over town. What are you doing to this dog? I'll just tell him for what. All in the name of love. Yes. 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 I, did, I did not recognize that at all in the yes. beginning. I thought I heard someone yell, "A woman in my house." I'm like, "Is this going to be like a, competing with the birdcage? Yeah. <laughs> what is this?" Yes, yeah, Turner and Hooch. Turner and Hooch. I know what the companion film yeah. is too, Dave. I yes, saw that shit in the theater and do not remember a goddamn second of it. Yeah. Uh, the local budget theater where I grew up was called DeWitt Cinema, and it was an old DeWitt? like abandoned World War II like <laughs> barracks center. And you could see a movie there for $2, and you would see it six yeah. months after it came out. Yep. And on the concession stand, they had a, an, a painted poster for, uh, I believe, the companion they film. They had an artist come one. in and do a Turner and Hooch. Uh. Yes, and it was there for it, into the like mid-2000s before yes. the place shut down. So it's pretty good. Uh, I mean, and this is one where I don't even think we need to have the debate over which was a superior film, because this one, Turner and Hooch, starred Tom Hanks. Yes, yes. The other movie starred uh, the living, yeah, the living Belushi, Jim Belushi. I don't know. Anyway, Auto, Auto Belushi. Yeah, here's here's Canine. Hey, didn't I tell you to go before we left the station? This is Mike Dooley. Are you even paying attention to me? And his new partner, meet Officer Lewis. This is a highly trained, vicious police dog. But it's peculiar from time to time. I cannot believe they're using this music. This music, by the way, yeah. I gotta call out as a big nerd and mm-hmm. lover of this film. That's Danny Elfman. It is weirdest really? soundtrack ever for Midnight Run, I believe. Huh. Oh wow! The Midnight Run soundtrack, which Midnight is so Chris. the most un-Danny Elfman soundtrack you've ever heard. It's all that shit. <laughs> um, I love too, like how that was such a was a early '90s, yeah, yeah, sounding trailer because you just sort of hear like a lot of background noise because yeah. of just like shooting on location yeah, and stuff. Well, there was like, this picture like long cars l- driving around yep. watermelon stands. There's a lot of and there's also a lot of dogs putting the paws over their eyes <laughs> oh, while I their master it. does something uh, shameful. So how far apart were these? Uh, they were both in 1989. Mm. Wow. Yes. Uh, I, I, I saw both of them, but yeah, I can't remember. I feel like Canine got me more because I like German Shepherds more. <laughs> yes. Uh, I never thought that would come into play. Well, oh, here it is. Here's the thing that, like, I mean, I guess it's 1989, yeah. so, like, today it would be totally different, but in Turner and Hooch, spoilers on a 28-year-old movie. Oh, God. Hooch dies. In the movie? He oh. dies at the oh, end. I forgot about cause that. Because they're both cop movies, and but in, at the end of Turner and Hooch, Hooch takes a bullet for yeah, Turner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marley and Hooch. Yes. <laughs> oh, and uh, it isn't... Unlike the German Shepherd, Hooch is like a filthy... Like, he's it's just yeah. slobbers. Yeah, like he's like dro- a Beethoven type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's drooling I mean, he's on everything. He's a Beethoven everything. dog. Yes. <laughs> 
I cannot believe I'm talking about these fucking movies with this much enthusiasm, <laughs> well, I mean, but I am, and I, I mean, mean when you're playing against Jim Belushi, I mean, you have to be the uh, upright, classy one. <laughs> oh, that dog better have made more. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Let's uh, another comedy, and these are two that are a similar premise. Dave, that man's career is dead. But totally, extremely different movies. Let's start out with the one that I find superior. These are both mall cop movies. Oh. Hey. I'm here with Ronnie Barnhart, one of the security guards here at the mall. No, who can God, hardly... uh, ma'am, I'm, I'm the head of mall security. You should do that again and say it right. I have been chosen to be the protector. Please don't take any names. Yes, uh, Dude, observe and report. Yeah, yes. Uh, Jody Hill, yes. Um, the, if you've never seen The Foot Fist Way, it's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eastbound and Down is a show he yeah. did. Danny McBride was supposed to be in this movie instead of Seth Rogen. Oh. But instead, does a short cameo. This movie is fucking rad. You like, really but very went out dark. of your way to explain that I should see this movie. <laughs> it, I mean, and I did, and it is extraordinarily good if you can get over the central thing that happens in it. Oh, yeah. dude, because it's it's a really dark yes. mainstream comedy. That trailer makes it sound like, you know, Paul Blart meme cop. No, that's I not. Think, I think that, that monologue comes in the middle of him, like, in a schizophrenic panic after mm-hmm. not taking his meds This anymore. is a movie that's a comedy about basically a lone shooter in the world. Yeah, yeah. Like, totally. It's really fucking like and, astoundingly dark. Yeah, uh, spoiler on this movie, there is a scene where he is fucking an unconscious... Uh, I cannot uh, believe they made... They, Anna Faris. They yes, made a rape yeah. joke work. If you believe it can't be funny, this but movie totally did it. There's like two seconds where she yeah, gets up themselves. and it's like, okay. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, but like, yes, was very close to, to stepping over that I'm line. Ronnie, I'm switching the beer. I can see, yeah, that's, that's I think a deal breaker for a lot of people. And yeah. I totally, yeah, that's fine. Because yeah. the movie doesn't really try and be like, oh yeah, it was okay. It's still like... Nope. Yeah. And there's there's, sort of a, there's a part where like, like Ray Liotta uh, is yelling at Seth Rogen, which I think like I think you improvise some of those homophobic slurs. <laughs> those those don't sound scripted, uh, but it's still great. That fight that, that fight sequence. It, it's it's a it is a comedy at its heart. Michael yeah. Pena is a, weren't you gonna yeah. argue Michael Pena is the shit? Yep. Michael He's Pena like, is amazing. Are we ready for this shit, Ronnie? But it did just awesome drug montage that just ends in heroin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then, it's really not unlike anything I've seen. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's very unique. Great cameos from Aziz Ansari and yeah. Patton Oswalt getting the shit kicked out of him. <laughs> and then on the other end of the spectrum, you have uh, Blart 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 Blart. <laughs> Is he crying? From Happy Madison. What are you trained to do? This January. Nobody knows this mall better than I do. Only man for the job. Blart. 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 Peanut Blart and Jelly. What? 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 What's up, man? Paul Blart Mall Cop. Paul Blart Mall Cop. This movie got a sequel. And I kept expecting a talking animal to appear because Kevin James made the exact same movie with Mm -hmm. talking animals where he's basically the same authority figure. Really? I mean, he's like the security dude in a zoo. Oh, yeah. The zookeeper. Yeah. See, I don't remember that one because it didn't have his name in front of it. His character's name. I don't know if that's what it was called, but it was about a zookeeper. Yeah. This is also (laughs) part of like the late 2000s trend where uh, every movie was name name of character, their uh, job... And uh-huh. it was all in a red font on a white uh, background. <laughs> Don't mess with the Zoltan yes. colon hairdresser. Uh, Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All their happy Madison joints. This is yeah. one of those things. Talladega though. Nights for Kabobi. Oh, child star, Dickie, Dickie Roberts, 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 Rober
Remember? Yeah. Yeah, oh, God, yeah. yes. I feel like that yeah, for this movie, though, in particular, like, Observe and Report, that trailer was completely manufactured to make it look like Paul Blart. Yeah, because yeah. I think it's second. really not at all like the no. same movie in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Aside from the fact that Law Mall Cop. Like, no, it's it's about a dangerous it. individual abusing his authority um, right. yeah, <laughs> and yeah, then yeah. eventually going mentally insane and having an awesome fight scene where he gets, starts knocking people out with a velvet standee. That movie's great. Observe <laughs> and Report, people. You know what's not great? Paul Blart Mall Cop. Yeah. I, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. It's right up there with Shrek for most memed things, I think, that yeah. I've seen on Tumblr. <laughs> Uh, here's a, another instance where uh, the these elevator pitch for both of these movies is the same, mm-hmm. but then when you watch them, they're totally different. Mm. And these are actually, I, I'm surprised that they came out before the trend actually happened, which is reality TV. So, like, reality TV, I feel, oh, really yeah. jumped back into the mainstream, like, in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. These are both late 90s movies. Yeah, 98. Uh, but they're, oh. very, they're, very, they're very different. And yeah. uh, here is the... The more, I guess, uh, artistic of the Better pair. one. June, June 98. Truman, where are you going? You can die. How do we stop him? Give me some lightning. Is that the best you can do? Come transmission. I like your pen. I was wondering that myself. Jim Carrey. The Truman Show. Watch what happens. Uh, what a terrible voiceover yeah. and musical swell. A real bad for, for a trailer. really yeah. fun uh, and interesting movie. It's a good I, movie. I loved this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I that summer of '98, it came out. I bought a. So we went to the town. We would go to Florida every year, mm-hmm. and we went to the town where they filmed this movie. Ah, uh, Seaside. That, yeah, Seaside yeah. or Seaport. You went inside the dome where they where he was. Well, filmed? I think that's well. That's, it's a lot of fake out <laughs> stuff because it's yeah. a lot of establishing the interesting shots. Choices yeah. that they made is that this the town is supposed to be in a dome. Yeah, and they they found this town in Florida, which we Brett and I have been to. That is built to be uniform to every building to look weird and like every building like every other building right. it's with, very strange to see in pictures and like yeah it's right on the coast so mm-hmm. you can some of the shots where he's on the beach and mm-hmm. stuff but like the premise of the movie is what if we what if someone was born and raised inside a reality show and yeah, you never adopted knew adopted by a corporation yeah, yeah and then so it's like in this giant dome you can see from space and mm-hmm. it's like so many everyone's an actor his whole life has been scripted and to this day, whenever a bunch of shit happens to me when I'm trying to get somewhere, I will say out loud or think to myself, what kind of Truman Show shit is this? <laughs> because once he gets old enough and starts figuring out what's going on, there's that great shot where he tries to go left and like, oh, I think something's weird. And he turns left and like 60 cars pull out of every parking garage in the world into the same street. It's a really cool shot. And I'm like, that happens every day on my bike where I'm like, what the fuck is this? How did everyone in the stop sign forget how to drive and collide in the middle of the street so that I can't get through? <laughs> Every time you're feeling mm. down, I show up at your house with a six-pack. <laughs> Bud have, Bud's having beer, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's I don't know. I thought that movie was great. And no, I, I bought, really loved it when it came out as well. Yeah. I bought a free Truman bumper sticker that I wow. had on my car wow. for way too long. Are you kidding? I was so into this Damn. movie. It's the third you DVD. You were like Truman for president. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is also like the, uh, like the around like the five to ten year period where Jim Carrey desperately tried to win an Oscar. Yeah. This oh, yeah. and Man on the Moon and then it's like, uh, you know what? I'm just going to do 23. Fuck this yeah. shit. Well, yeah, this is, uh, and af- after yeah. this and Man on the Moon, he came to present an Oscar at what, like the 2000 yeah. or 01 Oscars. Yeah, Kaufman esque. And he came out and he says, I'm here to present the Oscar for best something. And then he pauses and he went, and that is all I am here to do. And the audience kind of laughs and like applauses and claps because he's basically going like, "Hey, fuck you! You didn't even nominate me. You could have just nominated me." Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he's fine in this. It's yeah, not, yeah. Not, not exceptional. I mean, yeah. but Peter Weir. I, I agree. He's Peter not, Weir is a great director, and that's why fucking, it looks so good. Yeah. Ed Harris is great. Ed Harris is amazing. Cue yeah. the Sun. I had a shirt that said "Cue the Sun." Yeah. I don't know. Wow. Wow. I don't know why I was so. <laughs> into I mean, I've seen your back tattoo, but I didn't realize <laughs> it went that far. Well, part of it is because we went to the town like a day after I saw the movie, and I was like. Yeah. <laughs> 
and then a uh, tattoo that says "Good afternoon, good evening, good night." <laughs> and good night. Um, but I also have a. I've told this other story about the companion movie as well. Yes. I just told this recently. Yeah, there's I'll... a picture of Brett holding up a newspaper headline: "Ed TV wins." That's a, that's a dumb Truman joke I meant to make earlier. Yeah, so, good, pretty uh, good. So yes, we also have Ed TV, which is surprisingly not the twin movie to the uh, uh, monkey baseball movie Ed. No. Uh, Ed TV oh, is yes. a different reality based. The only available available URL for the Matt LeBlanc monkey baseball movie. <laughs> uh, here's a clip of. Uh, Ed Matt TV. LeBlanc monkey baseball. That's <laughs> no. the worst spam comment. I, I feel, like, feel like we paid, played a game of telephone there. <laughs> uh, boy. Here's that TV. Universal Pictures and Imagine Entertainment bring you. You know what finally convinced me that this could work? Half a dozen wine coolers. The story of a nobody. The guy's a boob that everybody's watching. I love this. America's latest craze is a guy named Ed. I love this. At TV, at yeah, TV. Which, so in this one, he it's in Ron Howard starring Matthew McConaughey, uh, yes. Jenna Elfman, Elfman, Ellen DeGeneres, um, Jenna Elfman, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, this one, he's aware. He actually he wants to be on the show. Yeah. It's like a nationwide search for who's going to be followed with this camera, mm. and everyone watches it. But then it's outside in reality, so people intrude yeah. and all of that shit. And mm-hmm. yeah. I've only watched this once. I've watched Truman Show a couple times at least. Yeah, I've like, never seen this at all. Yeah, my yeah. favorite part about this at TV was the soundtrack by Head PE. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I cannot believe I almost remember that. Ed PE. Don't remember if I told this on thirty twenty ten or bonus time, but uh, I guess since Ed TV came up, how many chances are there? Uh, this came out the week before the Matrix, yeah. or like oh two God. two weeks before. Oh boy. And my fr- and my friend had moved away, and he ended up in this spot where he didn't have a driver's license and didn't have didn't bring a state ID with him. Matrix opening night, nineteen ninety nine. Mm. Everyone was like, "What is the Matrix? What is the red pill blue?" Like the mm. height of Matrix. Can't what? be told. Everyone is like, "We're like the the the, the wall." Gabo, are, Gabo, yes. Gabo. Like the fucking room is about to come unglued because like we're gonna see this movie. You all wore your duster jackets. Yeah. yeah. And we get and the guy at the 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 ticket line is like, "Sorry, man, rated our movie. You can't. You know, I you look seventeen, eighteen. I can't. I can't help you. We were all eighteen, mm-hmm. but some one of my friends is like, fine." I'll go. We'll see something else. I'll I'll go with you. We'll see something else while they go see the Matrix, and they got and they had to go see Ed TV. Oh my goodness! And I was like, "Fuck you!" I'm that not a terrible consolation. And price. so yeah, we, I said, "We're like, part." They both end with Rage Against the Machines. Wake up! It's, <laughs> just imagining a bunch of people in like a cafe yelling about how great the Matrix <laughs> is and pausing forty minutes in. I mean, how was that TV? <laughs> no, when we came out, everyone's fucking electric leaving that theater. And just like, that is the coolest thing I've seen. I'm only 18. My life has no meaning anymore. Yes, That's the coolest yes, movie I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. For uh, the, the moment walking out of Matrix, it was like, I don't care if the world explodes right now. Mm-hmm. And then meeting up with him outside, like, oh. Um, Jenna Elfman turned into pretty solid. <laughs> <laughs> like it was fine and Matthew McConaughey stars really on the rise it was literally <laughs> like after the fucking itchy and scratchy movie airs <laughs> or whatever and Krusty goes they'll never let it show like that level of enthusiasm and they're like uh, Ed TV poor Ed <laughs> oh. Oh. and again all of these well most of these are in like within the 1997 yeah. to 1999 corridor yeah. so which, yeah, yeah, yeah Truman Show was June 98 that makes Ed TV March 99 yeah. something like that yeah and also within that same time frame I'm gonna make a uh, a sharp turn here, a sharp turn running, uh, because there are a pair of movies. I don't know if this is like the anniversary of his death or whatever, but mm-hmm. two movies about famous uh, long distance runner Steve Prefontaine. Yeah, yeah. wow, that was and, ridiculous, and and definitely an instance where one movie got there first, so they got the the actual name. Uh, let me play the unbelievable. Let me play the trailer for Prefontaine. Well, we heard about this small kid from Coos Bay who could run. There's Prefontaine. Okay, we had a C, a real fire eater. He was the last you'd expect to finish first. Hey, guys. 
Steve Prefontaine. It's the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> but he had the courage to dream. Forget Jim. Yeah, that's snore. Prefontaine. Fucking snore. I hate it when Hollywood trips over itself to make a fucking biopic. I've had to... I've, I captured clips for both of them and looked mm-hmm. up the Wikipedia pages, and I'm still trying to remember which, which is, is which. which. Was so, that Ed O'Neill talking? Yes. I think okay. it might, He's Jared Leto is... Is Prefontaine and Prefontaine. And then Billy Crudup yes. is... In the other one, right? Which weirdly, what's the other one called? The other Uh, one is the other one's Postfontaine. Yes, (laughs) we live in a post-Prefontaine world. (laughs) Uh, Here's the clip of the here's a clip of the (laughs) other trailer without limits. So the American now committing really burly for a middle distance runner. Cocky American ready believes in himself utterly. This already sounds way better. This summer, the this real summer, the queen. of running <laughs> isn't to win a race. It's to test the limits of the human heart. And your children's well, children. So that one's like the award bait one, and the other one's like... I think so, yeah. Hey, dick butts, get ready to run. I had to look up, look it up for 302010. It's probably the most hero worship I've ever seen for someone who killed themselves while drunk driving. Yeah. Hey. Right? I don't... Yeah, and I like, mean, uh, didn't, was Lawrence of Arabia drunk? No. <laughs> How did Andy Kaufman die? It He's is not. Drunk, uh, it is yeah. weird that title they gave a pre or uh, sorry, without limits. <laughs> when like what movie have we talked about? Could you not call without limits so far? Yes, <laughs> every movie is about someone going past some limit at some point. <laughs> kind of what the movie is about. <laughs> yes, the worst example of that being Observant Report. Yeah. <laughs> Ronnie. Yes. Uh. Um, and I didn't, I didn't grab clips of of these two movies, but when I, when I, when I, I, I wa- no, but when I watched, when I saw these two trailers, I'm like, the second movie was without limits. Why didn't you just call your movie Steve Prefontaine? Because the one of the most recent examples of twin films, but they had a reason because the guy was almost dead at that point. Mm-hmm. Stop Jobs versus Steve Jobs. Yeah, you you watch, you'll oh see both names and know what they are. You see Without Limits, you don't know what that is. Why is Was there some weird... I mean, I have no tra- fucking idea who Steve Prefontaine is. I know, so. yeah, exactly. I guess yeah. I'm not... I wouldn't go to... I wouldn't see Prefontaine and be like, oh yeah, that runner from like 15 years ago. <laughs> is he the dead. horse? Yeah. It just... I, I remember... We talked about one of these on 302010 and I went and compared the cast list because they're all playing real people. Yeah. And right. it's like Ed O'Neill plays the same character as Breaking Bad's Dean Norris and the oh, other wow. No Steve. Uh, no Steve. Oh man. <laughs> I, th- I think I smell a fantasy fight coming for Laser Time. The, pre- yeah, the cast it, of Prefontaine just, versus the cast of Without Limits. I just like that. You can compare the cast together and you recognize most of them. Yeah. yeah. I did work at a shoe store. <laughs> what if he sold running shoes? Mm. Let's take another break. Uh, when we come back, uh, we're gonna. I have the mother of all twin films uh, and some other assorted insanity when it comes to twin films. Uh, so we'll be back after this break. Hi, folks. Chris again. Do I need to say that? Anyway, guess what? If you're liking this discussion on movies, it's a good thing uh, today's show is also brought to you by Audible. And you folks can go to audibletrial.com uh, slash laser time and get started with your free trial. 
And if you're into movies as much as we clearly are, there's a bunch of great uh, audiobooks uh, there on Audible. And yes, in case you didn't know, Audible is a, a great resource for audiobooks, uh, old-timey radio shows, speeches, TED Talks, radio programs. It's pretty great. Uh, but the audiobooks in general, and like one of my favorite showbiz books, The Kid Stays in the Pictures, read by Robert Evans. Yes, that is on there, but I... I, I we always recommend uh, Easy Riders, Raging Bulls by Peter Biskind. A great look at the uh, rock and roll, sex and drugs era of like uh, Scorsese and Coppola from the 70s. And he's even got a sequel book in there, Down and Dirty Pictures, a look at uh, some of the, uh, the 90s indie scene. Again, these are all fascinating to me. I love checking them out when I'm on the go. And if you like podcasts, there's probably something you're going to like on Audible. They've got all your bestsellers, your Harry Potters. Uh, I think I got Tina Fey's bossy pants there at one point. Go there, give it a browse, try it for yourself. AudibleTrial.com slash LazerTime is your gateway uh, into a free 30-day trial of the Audible service. Thank you, Audible. Thank you, fine folks, for listening. Hi, I'm Chris. Thank you for joining us this week. Man, it's been a crazy week here at the Laser Time Studios. Uh, I had to go back to Florida, which is not fun. Flights canceled. Weird. Listen to Bonus Time. Bonus Time is our Patreon-exclusive show at patreon.com slash lasertime. It's how we live, and we reward people with a weekly extra show. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I cannot wait to uh, come back and tell you. Regale you with my tales from Florida and being stuck in airports once again. Want to give a quick shout out uh, to Talking Simpsons, Laser Time's weekly chronological breakdown of The Simpsons. Will be this week's episode is the Last Temptation of Homer, which has once again fueled the argument: Who is the hottest lady on The Simpsons? Is it the character played by Michelle Pfeiffer, whose name escapes me despite having talked about her for uh, almost an hour with Bob Mackie and Henry Gilbert? Find out at, at uh, TalkingSimpsons.com or LaserTimePodcast.com. We put up a bunch of great stuff for you there this week. Um, a really dumb fridge unboxing. Please just go there and check it out. It's something the amazing Laser Time Facebook community did, and we want to make sure everybody saw it. You can see me call the Power Rangers hotline to see if it's still working 20 years after the fact. The movie was just that good. I was motivated to do such a thing. Uh, and, and recently, Brett, uh, mostly Brett, put together a great look at like 80 references to Zelda just on the map. A really, really cool look at all the hidden references in Zelda. That's really more conversational, but of course visual, because there's a video component to it as well. You can find that at youtube.com slash laser time. We encourage you to subscribe. Check out our Twitch streams. Uh, we've been doing a race. We'll be starting a new race this Monday. I do not want to tell you what it is, because I want you to be surprised, but it'll be a classic Nintendo game, and one whose praises are not sung enough. Uh, but Brett and I just wrapped up Super Mario 3, I don't want to spoil who won, but uh, feeling pretty good about it. And of course, we also have our Monday Night Movies, which we have opened up to everybody, not just our patrons, but of course, patrons have access to the entire back catalog. And we're nearing 100 fucking films at this point. Full-length commentary is really fun. Uh, we, we put it to a vote last week of uh, April. Hot Fuzz. We're going to watch Hot Fuzz. It's on Netflix. You have no excuse. It's one of the greatest movies of all time. Edgar Wright, Simon Pegg, Nick Frost... Uh, the middle of the, the meat of the Cornetto trilogy, and kind of my favorite of those three films. Join us, and we'll show you why 
Monday, uh, April 24th, but and that was voted on uh, by our patrons. And we just did a quip last stream with him. I don't know if that's up yet. By Brett's demand, G.I. Joe the Movie. That is the April 10th film that we will be checking out. Would you like to watch that with us? I wouldn't, but that also <laughs> might make it pretty interesting because I haven't seen this movie in like 30 years, but it's his 30th anniversary as we brought up on 30 2010, and we're going to watch it together come hell or high water. No, that's a much better movie. Jesus, why did I mention that? Anyway, let's close this down get out of here. I just want to tell you guys to go to lasertimepodcast.com. Maybe check us out on Facebook. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you for allowing me into your ears, uh, and I'm sure that goes for the rest of the guys. I will see you when I get back from Florida. Bye, guys. Welcome back. Uh, Dave didn't care about it. I didn't yeah. care about it. Brett, but Brett just asked Jobs and Steve Jobs. Yeah. Because I think the only reason those didn't come out closer to one another because one company rushed their shit into production because mm -hmm. I think the one that was written by uh, oh my god Aaron Sorkin mm -hmm. like took like had to find another director or something yeah. like that. I don't remember who. Man, an Aaron Sorkin movie about Steve Jobs has got to be bottom ten list of yeah. things. That's I've the never thing. It see. sounds it sounds fine, but I think to release after the Steve Jobs movie that makes no impacts like how. It doesn't matter how good you are. Like I wasn't interested yeah, yeah. in that story because I think that the pawn has already been diluted. And now you're the, just this, going to drop. Is it Fincher or Danny Boyle? Because uh, I love Danny Boyle, but it's yeah, it's yeah. just three scenes, and I like I hate biopics so much. But if you're just going to show me three long scenes, mm. like the unveiling of the iPhone and the unveiling of the Mac, yeah, those right. it's just three long scenes for uh, that movie. Whereas the Ashton Kutcher one sounds fucking terrible. <laughs> Uh, and nobody's I don't know anybody who's seen them okay no. oh so yeah, it's actually. the Aaron Sorkin one is also the one that has the long uninterrupted thing I think cuts? so because I thought that was the, I don't know if it's that was the only thing cuts, going for the Kutcher one but they're but. just three things yeah. it's just three scenes three scenes in the life of Steve Jobs okay oh it Okay. Dramatized is, to all hell. Uh, and I'll bring it up anytime Sorkin comes up, but look up Sorkinisms on YouTube if you want to see the funniest <laughs> uh, examples of that guy reusing material over the last three decades. Oh, really? Does oh, yeah. He, I mean, he, like, dead to rights. Like, like, <laughs> here's, here's a joke that's punctuated by a piece of the ceiling falling down. Mm -hmm. Here is that joke in the West Wing. Here it is in Sports Center, and here it is yeah, in right, uh, right. the other one. You're just yeah, like, I, shit I balls. Thinking, okay. We can't put this on the air. Alexander Graham Bell. What? Long rote metaphor yeah, yeah, about yeah, Alexander yeah, Graham yeah, Bell yeah, in this yeah, situation. Two hundred years ago. That, <laughs> why did you, Why did you answer me with a keyword yeah. that's unrelated? All right. While you were orating to me, three more people died. Shut the fuck up and make a decision. <laughs> I really like Aaron. You know Sorkin, what I've been thinking? Some obscure line from some music. Yeah. Yes. You know, it really pertains to our situation. Let's yeah. walk and talk. How many Dean Koontz books have you read? And by the way, I've tried yeah. talking like that. Uh, nobody likes you. Oh, yeah, it turns out. Yeah. <laughs> As it turns out. Why can't turns we do a podcast walk and talk? <laughs> if you did your whole life like the last three minutes of a South Park episode, you're yeah. probably annoying. <laughs> uh, so uh, most of the stuff that I have left is our kids' movies, but mm. I'm going to go a little uh, a little blue before mm. that. Uh with uh, again, this is a, uh, an instance where one movie has actually. You know what? I think in this case they both have good names, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, in terms of SEO, these are like the most uh, like nailed down pair of movies. Mm. Quite a pair, I'd say. We bought a zoo. The 
passion is real. I could fall in love with you. The desire is intense. You can't touch me, but I can touch you. Oh, yes. And the show is about to begin. Is it a show? Is this uh, Showgirls? Yes. Well, I can't imagine what it's Showgirls. Oh, come on. Oh, come now. No, you're not Demi Moore. Right. Well, yes, because in, in again, in the late 90s, this mm. is when I'm at, like, I can't find porn you're that, pe- all that often. I, peak I, boob, I'm boob yeah, searcher. Up. <laughs> yes. Um, for, yes. Uh, so Showgirls was the first. Came out in 1995. <sighs> yeah. Right after Saved by the Bell, we get to see Elizabeth Ow. Berkley. Outra- com- oh, my God. Completely I- naked. Licking uh, stripper poles and uh, giving Kyle MacLachlan uh, a lap fucking dance. Kyle MacLachlan in a swimming pool in a manner I can only I, describe as like a dolphin being electrocuted. Yes, I would like when I was fourteen. I'm like, this is the hottest sex ever. Th- and now, now that I watch it, I'm like, I, no, I I'd rather have no sex. Than I couldn't that say it because I was watching it with my friends. <laughs> hey, because we rented it uh, from Blockbuster somehow. I can see Jesse Spano. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I almost don't think this should count though. I well because it's they they have almost similar names mm-hmm. and they are both about stripping. Yeah, but then they, and they out. came out within a year of each other, yes. right? Did they? And they were yes. both like it's it's a notable to varying degrees actress bearing yeah. it all or doing something provocative yeah. and like they they were both in the same That's conversation. True. And I I yeah. do love that about Demi Moore is that I've seen all four mm-hmm. of her breasts. Huh. The ones pre-surgery ah, and, the, and the one post-surgery. Uh, thank you about last night. Yeah. Sounds <laughs> like a good setup for a monkey's paw situation. Where like, I want to see a porno with one of the people from Saved by the Bell and boom, screech. Ah! <laughs> no, my porn doesn't have Burt Reynolds. Yeah. And that's striptease. For, I'd be, I would be remiss. My dad would never forgive me. If I didn't admit, it's based on a long-existing novel by Carl Hyacin. What? Striptease? Yeah. yeah. yeah I can read a book a... about this? Yes. Yeah. It, does it have pictures? And then uh, she stripped more. Yeah, he's a, he's a <laughs> aggressively <laughs> prolific Florida author. Pop went the bra as it <laughs> fell to the floor. <laughs> you know that? You know, maybe you know that movie Big Trouble that was delayed because of 9-11 with like Tim Allen and Johnny mm. Knoxville? He wrote that oh, book yeah, too, yeah. and uh, all his books are set in Florida. I forget. I forget his most famous book, but yeah. uh, Carl Hyacin, my dad would kill me if he knew how to listen to podcasts. Uh, l- l- let me play a bit of uh, the striptease trailer. Aaron Grant yes. is oh, desperate. Boy already. <laughs> and desperate times oh. call for desperate <laughs> missions. I'm in a pretty bad custody fight. I can't still be working here when I go to court. Oh, yes, Your Honor. I've got a job. I'm working at the Eager Beaver. In a new comedy from the makers of Honeymoon in Vegas. Cream corn wrestling. You go into the corn. You set a great example to the other girls. No. Strip tease. I'm in a pretty mean custody fight. The IRS wants my money, and I think I should keep it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess the premises are completely different. Like, one is about... One's really earnest. (laughs) One's like a a very broad comedy. With tits. I mean, which one is, like, remembered more now? But I think... Well, Showgirls is, like, top cult films. Yeah, Yeah. like, Showgirls is interesting every single second. Yeah. Whereas this is just a bad comedy that literally tried to bill itself on, like... I think Demi Moore that got a higher see, payday because you, you see, see the boobs. her breasts. Yes. I um, believe uh, our local trans community does, uh, uh, what's it called, uh, yes. showgirls showing yeah, every yeah, year. Guys. Astra, yeah. And I've never gone in Michael and Diana, swear by it. Oh, yeah, apparently awesome. you can get a lap dance from a drag queen. Yay! Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I want. A much larger ass in my lap. It's uh, one of those things where it's, I think it's been a cult film so long that uh, our local other guy, Jesse, is uh, yeah. now yeah. on the post-ironic viewing <laughs> of Showgirls where you just enjoy it. No, I, I remember, I w- before I was even old enough to truly critique movie, Showgirls was yeah. awful. And yeah. 
I I've mean, never actually seen it at all. It was. It, I mean, it's written from the basis of being provocative for exactly every reason. Who directed you think it? Is. it? Was uh, Joe Esterhouse? Oh, he, mm -hmm. I don't. Remember. I think um, so. Yeah, Joe uh, Esterhouse of pancakes. <laughs> Uh, but speaking of drag queens, there are a pair of drag queen twin films. Oh my films. god, I forgot about this. Uh, Paul Verhoeven, Robocop guy directed it. That's and this right. kind of one of the last yeah, yeah, yeah. Hollywood films he made. Wait, which written one? Written by Joe Esterhouse. Uh, Showgirls. Showgirls. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yes, yes, yes. Uh, Hollow Man being the finale. Wow. August 4th, 2000. Yes. Uh, but the more well-known <laughs> of the drag queen films, not only drag queen films, mm -hmm. drag queen films where they drive across the country. Holy shit. Uh, let's start with the American one. Priscilla, or sorry, sorry, no, That's no. The Let's start with one. yes. Get sorry, damn it. Damn Let's it. start with the American one. Uh, Tu Wong Fu. Thanks for everything. Any more disrespect? No more. Yes. Wesley Snipes. He's been a killer and a commando. Patrick Swayze. He's been a heartthrob and a hero. But these tough guys are about to face the most physically challenging roles of their careers. Let's give it to him, girl. Meet Vita Boem. Why are you crying? Maybe she just found out Menudo broke up. Miss Noxima Jackson. Jesse's daughter. And their protege, Chichi Rodriguez. I'm the Latino Marilyn Monroe. I got more legs than a bucket of chicken. To Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Yeah. I've never seen either of these. Dude, this was literally one of the very few movies <laughs> where my mom was like, hey, do you want to watch this without my dad knowing? Because my dad was visibly upset when the trailer for this popped up before a different movie we were watching. Usually it worked the other way around. My mom was like, hey, you don't tell me Roadhouse going queer. It, but Michael, which, I know you love the movie. drag queens. Yeah, right, so. right. Knowing what you know now about Wesley Snipes, how the fuck did they talk him into this? Because yeah. he, st he was still pretty hot at the time. It's a true oddity, man. Like This movie coming out when it did and with the cast that it had, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Can you like, imagine even by being... today, that's like, wow, that's really progressive sounding. Can you imagine being yelled at in front of a crew by Wesley Snipes in a pink wig? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know that had to happen. John Leguizamo. Yes. Patrick, and, uh, and, uh, wow, Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze. It's a good yes. movie. Is it? Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, most people would say that about Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Yes. And I haven't um, seen that one. So, so this is the Australian uh, drag queen film. So it's uh, basically the same thing, but it's a lot more uh, you know, Australian hills and uh, boomerangs and all that stuff. Here's a, here's a clip of that. <laughs> Come on, girls. Let's go shopping. This is the story of three hard-working guys. What kind of cabaret do you do? We dress up in women's clothes and parade around mouthing the words to other people's songs. Who are about to discover... Ta-da! Been asked to do a show out of town. How long is the run? Four weeks. That hitting the road is hard. I hereby christen this budget Barbie camper Priscilla. <laughs> Love the desert. So, uh, <laughs> so if I had to speculate, mm -hmm. uh, this is an Australian movie, so it probably came here mm -hmm. a little while after it premiered overseas. And, yeah. I, and if it was that successful, I bet Hollywood geared up a version of its own. And that would be what we call now, I think, Ju Julie Newmar. Yeah. Uh, what, what are yeah. We, what's the so, shorthand yeah. for this movie? Uh, well, it was, uh, it was the last surviving Both of them are, are way too long. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. It's called the Tu Wong Fu. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Priscilla came out in 1994. Tu Wong Fu came out in 1995. Mm. Uh, I'll try to be boomerang in for a toaster biscuit. I don't know what it is. It, Terrible. I guess so. In both it's cases, good. it's like, it kind of makes sense. Like, you would, you don't want to drag drag queens in just one place. You want them across the country so they can mm. they can uh, see all four all walks of life. True. And uh, I see you played Tucky Dicky before. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Here they come. <laughs> uh, who is in Priscilla Queen of the Desert? 
Uh, somebody you would recognize. Tobias. Tobias. Uh, <laughs> Paul Hogan, obviously. The prime, oh, mi- the prime minister. The prime minister. Andy. Andy yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Professor Dollary Dues. Yes. yes uh, Hugo Weaving is. Really? The, oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Is the main, I mean, is the first picture that comes up, and Guy Pierce and Terrence Stamp. Uh, yeah. Was he weaving a dress in that movie? Oh, <laughs> uh, pretty good. He wore a weave. Uh, okay. <laughs> Mr. Priscilla, how are you supposed to sing if you have no mouth? <laughs> <laughs> Priscilla's the car. Right? <laughs> Mrs. Anderson. <laughs> there you go. There go. Uh, so I, I got two more uh, sets of twin movies to go through, and they're way different than mm-hmm. than what we were just talked about. These are kind of all kid-focused movies, uh, and uh, the 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 most prominent uh, animated mm-hmm. twin movies uh, that I can think of. And it's a little bit different with, I mean, animated movies have a longer lead time, mm-hmm. so you really have to, like, you'll probably know about the other movie for a while yeah. before it comes out, uh, so you can delay or whatever I'm pretty sure this is the DreamWorks case where this, I was talking about earlier, where this definitely happened. Yes, so mm-hmm. uh, these are both about uh, various insects. Uh, let's start with the, I guess, the lesser known of the two. That's the one I want to talk about. I can't believe you tried to pass yourself off as a soldier. The trick is not to panic. And he's about to discover that the challenges of the outside world are the least of his problems. I've been kidnapped by the village idiot. I know almost exactly what I'm doing. It's the ants. This one is the th- ant movie. <laughs> this one I think is this plays most in what you said earlier. Like mm-hmm. this was like the stolen DreamWorks. Totally, thing, and right? they, they yeah, bragged yeah. about getting it out before Bugs Life, which was had been promoted for years. Yeah, yeah. and uh, but whenever I think about it, like one, uh, the characters curse several times in the movie. Really, like, somewhat distinguishing it from. I mean, I guess it was DreamWorks trying to make a name for its new anime. Yeah. It's their first animated movie. Yeah, and the Woody Allen track. bug tries to sleep with his but daughter. It, combi- Woody Allen and yeah. Sylvester Stallone are best friends. <laughs> Yeah. How much would I pay to see that right now? Like, <laughs> and this already happened. Yeah. Well, have you not seen Expendables four? <laughs> I, I don't know if I, I mean, can two use it. Two of the laziest impersonations out there <laughs> yes. for us to do. You know. <laughs> 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 but that is kind of. But even back in uh, again, uh, nineteen ninety eight, this magical year of twin movies. Uh, you you got the sense of the DreamWorks versus Pixar difference. Mm-hmm. Ants has Woody Allen, yeah. Sylvester Stallone, and it looks ugly as shit. And it looks ugly as shit. <laughs> and you know what? What kid cares about Woody Allen and Sylvester yeah. Stallone? So, yeah. uh, like Pixar, great cast did what they did, what they've been doing for like the next twenty years, mm-hmm. with the exception of Toy Story, yeah. which is put you know nominally known people in the movie yeah. because the 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 animation's going to sell you on it the 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 premise is going to sell you on it yeah. just being pixar is going to sell we you want on it. it we want to reach the coach demographic we need craig team mountain today <laughs> this film yeah we want to get the news radio crowd for bugs life and here's a here's a clip of bugs life walt disney pictures presents Desperate. I couldn't tell. A Pixar Animation Studios film. This was not supposed to happen. Squish him. Ah! Run for your life! An epic. I think I'm going to bet myself. Okay. Of miniature proportion. We don't serve grasshoppers for the colony and for... Yes. Love it. Dave Bugs Foley as uh, Flick in Bugs Life. So many good lines. The fucking Flaming Death, the uh, Jesus, uh, fucking Heimlich in yeah. general. Yeah. In general oh, Heimlich is great. The late uh, Joe would, Raff, yeah. the guy who wrote most of the Pixar movies. I would say this is definitely a lesser Pixar film, isn't it? I think it's been, it's been kind of forgotten only by one people our age, but yeah. we were yeah. exiting... It was. We were seventeen, eighteen. I remember. I left. I literally left this movie early to get a blowjob. That's that's the era we were living. <laughs> a bug job. Mm-hmm. 
Because my, my girlfriend hated it for some reason. <laughs> I, I, a, she, but for some reason, Dave Foley has a bug was making her horn. I, but I love Kids in the Hall, and I love Dave Foley. And so the benefit to that for Disney is if you get someone who's not like fucking... Mm-hmm. A-list actor to Movies be... Movies really gotta be bad if your alternative is suck Chris's dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, the Dave Foley's the voice, like, everywhere in the parks, on, like, uh, alter- yeah, yeah. alternative media, like, yeah. uh, I love that. I love Dave Foley. I handed out countless N64 and PS1 Bugs Life Oh games. my god, yeah. Whew. And that game, that game sucked. It sucked, but, like, even up till I left in 2004... Yeah. yeah. Oh, look, somebody... Really, ma'am? 2004, you're buying this one dot, this N64 <laughs> Bugs Life game? You yeah. you could buy a GameCube. They're this, three years old now, This will ma'am. frustrate your seven-year-old, by the way. I'm, ba- I'm baffled. That's it, it is available on PSN, PS4 via PSN. Wow. You can yeah. still buy that fucking Bugs Good Life Lord. game. So I guess it... I guess there's nostalgia for it with uh, I'm sure there is. dumb know-nothing kids from that yeah. era. It was really well-programmed and it's easy to port. I was the king of sucky. I, I don't know anything about it. <laughs> it's also weird to hear Dave Foley of two decades ago being like motivated and like, <laughs> delivering impassioned speeches instead of just showing up in Postal or whatever. I, I love Pixar being able to find the potential in people like yeah. that for their and leads. This is James Woods. Really? No, it's, it's Kevin Spacey. Wait, as the, me- as the yeah. villain? Is Kevin it's Spacey? Not, mm-hmm. Hopper, Hopper. Yeah, it's Hopper. Yeah, yeah Julia Louise dreyfus and Kevin Spacey, I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. The bugs, man. And if you're they like creep me, the, me out. They have those Pixar teasers where you don't know anything about the film, mm-hmm. and they don't oh, have any yeah. dialogue, and it's the first time I ever heard Bob O'Reilly yeah. by The Who. <laughs> wow. The, that yeah, Pixar yeah. trailer. Um, and then, man, the fucking like bird that comes mm-hmm. and chases mm-hmm. them. It's a really cool scene. The, like, I remember that. How they animated because yeah. the only prior Pixar movie it was Toy Story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is their second movie, really. Yeah. Oh, and wow. to see this bird move so quickly and like, oh yeah, he moves like a bird. Like they just got the, they yeah, got they the really got that animation and like yeah. it pecking and because they're bugs, each peck is like fucking yeah. thunder. Yeah. It was yeah. a really cool scene. And I be- I bet I would bet mm-hmm. I'll put money on it. No, I won't. I bet Ants looks like shit. Oh, no, it does. Uh, It looks like shit when it It came out. It looked bad. I remember looking at the character models and going, that's horrific. I mean, but there was still no real template for that kind of film. Like shit brown, pinched face. It came out before Pixar's second film. We had no standard. That trailer I played, there is a shoe coming down on them, and Mm. it is like the most like... Yeah, uh, Dreamcast cutscene shoe. It's like, <laughs> yeah, we don't need repeated textures everywhere. It's a spotless shoe. Yeah. Like, no, that's yeah. not how it works. <laughs> because I can still look at Rugrats and go like, eh, this show looks ugly as fuck. Yeah, um, at least it was intentional. Yeah, it's intentional. <laughs> well, it's a style, it, right? It's a style. And, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's not me saying this bad, but like, that's the style. Whereas right. Ants, it was just like, who okayed this? Like, it's, the, yeah, it's these, gross. these character it, designs are bad. Yeah, it looks like the best you could do with how much time you had. Mm-hmm. I would love. Uh, so. I'm going to close it's, out it's, this... It's the battle born to the Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, there you go, twin games. That happens it happens way more frequently now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say... Uh, uh, I mean, yeah, that's a way better one. Yeah. Overwatch and Battleborn, even though yeah. at the end of the day they're not really very similar, yeah. but they did. They were trying to go for a similar audience they, they, when they were trying to get it out before Overwatch. Yeah. I just yeah. felt like from an aesthetic standpoint, like yeah, you were yeah, saying, yeah, where yeah. it's just like you look at one of these. This is a huge man with a peanut head. Yeah, and here's Diva, and here's <laughs> uh, sixteen characters the whole world wants to bang. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it reminded me back in '01 when the Lord of the Rings movies were coming out, and like there was movies based on the game but then like oh, I forget what company it was but they got the rights to the books, books so at the yeah. same time there's a Hobbit video game yep. at the same time that there's the Lord of the Rings games based on the movies and, and Lord like, of the Rings Online based on the based on the books, books based so it's on like, the animation yeah so there's <laughs> this very, very confusing time period where it was like somebody would buy the Hobbit game at Toys R Us yeah. and then I'd take it out and be like I wouldn't even think of it like I guess they knew this is the one they wanted yeah. and then someone would be like yeah man just saw the movie or whatever I'm like this is just so you know, like the the movie's this one, mm-hmm. 
you want uh, do you, care? Who, uh, you know what who fucking cares he no. doesn't say anything like the good son <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the last um, movies that I have are actually twin twin films uh, so there are four of them and they released within the 1987 and 1988 and I'm gonna let uh, the this Ben Stiller show skit describe it Welcome back, Head Slammers. It's time to sit in with James Hetfield and Lars Ulrich of Metallica. So, boys, let's do a conversation kind of thing, and why don't you tell us why you decided to do a motion picture soundtrack? It was like we've always wanted to score a film, you know, Duff? But it's like we had to wait for one that was as extreme and dark as, like, Metallica is, you know? And the boy who magically switches places with his dad is that film. That's right. I mean, James is, like, totally tapped into, like, the whole dark side of the switching thing, you know? It's like, after we saw 18 again together, it's like James came home and wrote this incredible ballad. 18 is three sixes. Because, like, Disney was insane not to buy it, you know? So what makes this movie different from all the other father-son switching films? actors, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's Bob Odenkirk. Yes. And Gene Garofalo and Ben Stiller. I, yes. I love that sketch. Yeah. Uh, and it's and like one it, of the... it really did happen to Metallica. They, really? Yeah. People asked to use their music oh, in yeah. movies and they said, no way. And then a movie about the West Memphis 3 came out and oh. they said it'd be really important to our documentary to use your music. And Metallica said yes. Mm-hmm. And never again until Mission Impossible 2. Nice. That's, that's the, they had this literal situation. It's also a movie with Mission a lot Impossible of heart 2. and the uh, message to tell. <laughs> so in between that, you might say they disappeared. Yes. Hey, yeah. <laughs> uh, funny aside, uh, you know the music video for One, that song, Metallica? They, they bought that movie, the one about like the Vietnam guy who like loses his arms and his leg and he goes blind and he can't hear anything and it's just him in his head and they bought the rights to the movie to use it as the music video for that really? Song. Yeah. I didn't know that anyway uh, sorry uh, so yeah there are four movies that fit this okay. premise I want to see how many I can name and, and well they named one right in the clip uh, yeah, I well hold on let me see all if right. I can do it like father like son yes vice versa yes Whew. Uh, it's Judd, Judd, Judge Reinhold mm-hmm. um, like father like son is Alan fuck Alan Thick. And Mm-mm. Sean Astin? Mm-mm. Damn it. It's close. Who, who is wait, it? Wait, which one are you trying to get the people? Like from? Father, Like Son. It's uh, Kirk Cameron. Kirk Cameron. And you'll never get the other guy. Oh, no? I mean, let me play the clip. Let me see if Craig you can Craig get... Yes. Now, the doctor... See ya. ...is back in high school. It's really not cool to scam on your own son's date. The main bronchi and its branches are evenly distributed oh, about great. the circumference of the tooth. Riveting. And his son... Hi, Bob. Whoa! I'm Martini. Went that on the rocks? No, and the glass is fine. Is a virgin surgeon. <laughs> Take off all that. Virgin surgeon would later uh, be the name for Dookie Howard. That's the sequel uh, to Rural Juror. Is yeah. uh, yes, virgin, the virgin surgeon. surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, Dudley Moore. We're all virgin surgeons. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, that was Dudley Moore. Dudley as, Moore. As I, I yeah. How does Dudley Moore have Kirk Cameron? I mean, <laughs> Kirk. That is a Dudley, stretch. Dudley Moore is like two feet shorter and. Constantly drunk. Well, I guess if yeah, Kirk Cameron wait, would wait. be a son and rebel. And uh, so uh, this is like kick- father, like son. Yes, mm-hmm. I don't remember this at all. I have no idea what this. Yeah, is, but yeah. it was it was the first of the twin films. Mm-hmm. Really? Like, yeah, it came out in 1987, uh, and then uh, the premise is the father and the son are twins. They, or they no, they, they switch. Oh, it's like Freaky Friday. Yes. Yeah. Which I guess right. I should. That have was also from the 70s. No, it's yeah. ten years off. But okay. what what is the supernatural <laughs> means? 
uh, Both in which they switch. I don't know, actually. Dude, First oh Idol my God. And uh, Whisper of Half Discouraged. <laughs> TBH, we could do an entire laser time about this fucking premise. Yeah. yeah. In oh, yeah, a movie. Sure. And I guess the quiz is like, how does it happen? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Amulet and a moat. Okay. This is like a talking fair. dog. It's Ro- its own genre. <laughs> Robot Swami. Okay, so. Um, <laughs> wish Upon a Dying Leprechaun. <laughs> so Dudley Fortune Moore. Fortune Machine and Abandoned Carnival. <laughs> Dudley Moore, in, what, in the role he was not born to play, is a uh, surgeon who comes up with this invention called the Brain Transference Serum. As you do. Wow, that's, that's unless way that brain, more plausible unless than I thought. That's, uh, that's like, oh that, shit, it's almost lunch. We gotta knock uh, this bitch out. That is uh, the premise of the Bloodborne DLC, by yeah. the way. <laughs> unless the Brain Transference Serum is whiskey, Dudley Moore did not make it. <laughs> hey. uh, so the, the closest... Uh, of these four movies in the, in terms of premise to like father like son is vice versa which has the even stupider method of them tr- transforming uh, into each other let me play a bit of that trailer I wish I could change places with you well I wish I could too inside Marshall Seymour successful businessman divorced father and self-styled workaholic beats the heart of a little boy because Marshall Seymour is about to become his 11-year-old son, Seymour Butts. Awesome. Uh, yes, I, vice versa. I do have the, the mechanism. It's a, well. They casually touch a magical Tibetan skull. Yes. <laughs> Holy shit, that's so much better than brain serum. Yeah, uh, I saw this in the theater. Oh, yes. did you? No memory of this at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was on cable like every other it's second. It's how I learned the term vice versa. Yeah, me yeah. too. And then I was like, okay, well. What are the other two? Uh, so, so they're slightly different from the premise. I'm already uh, confused. I have no idea yeah. who's in either of these. But these, already, these right? are basically a, 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 both movies where someone old becomes young. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the one that they mentioned in the uh, Ben Stiller show clip is 18 again. And this is, might be the darkest of them. Uh, let me play a bit of that trailer. George Burns is Jack Whoa. Watson, birthday boy. I wish I could do it again because I had that much fun. But this year, he's celebrating in his grandson David's body. What the hell happened to my voice? Charlie, I got my wish. I'm 18 again. Now, he's going back to school. (laughs) Do you have a problem? Do you realize the last time I saw a naked lady? Last Thursday. And have... You know, when I was 18, I didn't have to worry about going rock because AIDS wasn't any. <laughs> right. Yeah. Jesus Christ, your kids with your so Walkmans and Pop Rocks. It, it's weird that George Burns, in the body of this 18 year old, yeah. is having such a good time because, uh, one, it's oh, his grandson. God. Imagine his grandson holding a cigar the whole time. It's just, That's ugh. in the clip. God yeah. damn it. But what happens is they get into a car accident. Uh, what? And uh, during something, they, I guess the place they crash into has some mystical powers. Run over a warlock? Uh, so <laughs> George, the body of George Burns goes into a coma, oh. and that has the the brain of his 18-year-old grandson. Mm-hmm. So he's in his grandson's body, but he, like he knows, because he's in his grandson's body, okay. that his grandson uh, is in his comatose body. Man, tough titties, grandson. Yeah, I mean, like, how, how are you going to have fun? In that situation, like I've just robbed my grandson of his uh, so, youth. So I'll I'll just be as real as possible here. If I was on death's door, ninety nine thousand years old and falling apart, I'd be like, nobody has to know. Yeah. But it's your grandson, man. Just saying, I can I, make I, another grandson now. I'm my own granddad. Yeah. I think uh, I think anybody when they're staring at death's door and, and you wake up and you're like. I'm 18 again. I think that's the most morally bankrupt thing I've ever heard. I would absolutely <laughs> go for my grandson's wiener friend. I would, I would take over his body. When this movie is played by Pauly Shore. Wait, you'd... wait, what? Yes. Oh, man. Weird. You'd go for what? I'd go for my my grandson's wiener friend. Mm-hmm. The Millhouse. 
Uh, yeah. yeah. Who cares? He's your grandson's wiener friend. Well, no, no, no. He doesn't have a machine that no, he no, can just it, undo this. They crashed into oh, a... Oh, he didn't get a choice. He no. crashed into a van with Hitler's brain in it and it transferred. <laughs> uh, yeah. So how does he get back? Uh, I don't know. But they both... It, Put the car in reverse. They, yeah, they're... <laughs> Uh, it does end with the kid getting out of the coma, and the, the, their good. brain's going back to their right foot. I just have to say, because only Brett will get it, it just reminds me of the Spider-Man 600 where he's stuck in Doc Ock's dying body, yeah. and that's pretty yeah. awful, because yeah, they yeah. end up just killing that killing that mortal thing. Yeah. It so, makes me think of um, as a red-letter media find, mm. but it's the movie where a kid gets in a car crash, a teenager, and they transfer his brain into a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Wait, what? Uh, Tammy and the T-Rex? Tammy and the T-Rex. Uh, one. We, yes. well, we scrubbed through that. It's, uh, what's his name from Fast and Furious? Oh, that's Paul right. Walker. Paul Walker yeah. is the T-Rex, yes. and Denise Richards is the girl <laughs> that the T-Rex is trying to make out with. Oh, yep. She's Tammy. <laughs> Uh, uh, don't watch it, but do scrub through it. Yeah. So actually, they they spun off uh, eighteen again into a movie called Seventeen Again, which came yeah. out like a decade ago. Matthew well, Perry now you're not legal, so this isn't fun. Yeah, anymore. so not yeah. Oh, that's like Seventeen Up, right? Yeah, but it well, all it is is because I think they were they were aware of the cliche of the body transferring movie, so it's Ma- Matthew Perry just turns into his seventeen year old self again, mm-hmm. and goes back to high school, yeah. and apparently like his daughters have mm-hmm. or his daughter has the hots for him because he's twenty years Naturally. younger. I don't know. Uh, but the, the the crown jewel of, I wouldn't of the body switch that situation movie. is I never turned down sex. <laughs> this is kind of skirting <laughs> the the rules of body switch, uh-huh. but it's the most well known by a mile, and it is uh, the second appearance of Tom Hanks in a twin film. Twentieth uh, Century Fox presents Tom Hanks. Ah! Big. I turned into a grown up mom. I made this wish on a machine, and it turned me into a grown up. So now what? Get a job. Cannot get a job. Oh, I play with all of this stuff, and then I tell them what I think. Yes, I love this movie. This, so great. This movie, like it, I, I love it, but mm. it did make me uh, realize certain things weren't true when I was an adult. Like you, Dude, I, I know exactly for a couple of years you can get a job where you play kids' toys, yes. but then uh, yeah, you do have to grow up. It warped me into believing my childlike expertise would be valuable to a corporation. Yeah, yeah. and it's not. It was yeah. for precisely six years. <laughs> yeah, and also the 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 part where he turns on the light after uh, his girlfriend mm-hmm. that's uh, I guess not doing statutory rape. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus Christ! When he turns the light on to have sex with her, I'm like, yeah, I still think that. I, like. If I can have sex and uh, see everything or not see anything, I think I choose. I uh, still think the only thing I truly <laughs> want in life is a trampoline on the top floor of a yes. Manhattan apartment. That's mm. that makes me so happy. <laughs> Damn so, high. Well, but he do doesn't is, he doesn't switch bodies though. No, he just he, he grows. Reverts. He grows. As far as we know, it has half the premise of vice they, versa. They should. I wonder if they they should do like a uh, a spinoff movie called Small, where it's just mm. someone hap- it, the same thing happening to someone else in some completely different place. It's Benjamin Button. Yes, but it is a, a completely uh, the same I, hackneyed premise. I believe. The anime film that just knocked Spirit mm-hmm. Away off of Japan's number mm-hmm. one highest grossing uh, animated film is that premise. Mm-hmm. A boy and a girl wake up in each other's body, one in the city, one in the country, and they have to uh-huh. figure out what the fuck happened and who, where they are and who they are now. Yuri on Ice. I forget. What it's, it's called Your Name. It translates to Your Name. I forget yeah. the Japanese name. I can't, I can't wait to see it. But but true to form, it, there, is a ha- there, there is a hackneyed reason that he became big, which is that he went to he a, a wish. went to a fair. He wished on a coin-operated uh, psychic machine or whatever. Oh, man. And it then is. it made him big. It's because the answer to all your problems are in touring carnivals. Yes, and then really he has to is. find yeah. that thing again. And yeah. Uh, but that is great. Did you see that clip with Tom Hanks promoting... Movie, uh, yeah. that third Da Vinci Code movie, and he, uh, a young, 
interviewer oh, asked yeah. him if he remembered it, and Tom Hanks remembered it verbatim. Wow. So in front of Tom, in front of Ron Howard, Tom Hanks just gets up and does shimmy shimmy coke pop. <laughs> In its entirety with this kid, and it's the most adorable thing I've ever seen. Tom Hanks rules. He is America's sweetheart. Yep. But, uh, yeah, that, that, that's all the ones I have. I don't know if you guys want to bring up any before the, we close the show. There was something, and I, I, I was, I've been trying to rack my brain this whole time. Uh, well, two things come to mind. One is there was something that happened in the last year that there were two of. Mm-hmm. One of them was Netflix. And mm. someone was trying to tell me about it, and they were like, "No, no, no! There's another one." I'm like, "There's two of those," and now I can't remember what it was. Fuck. But there is story. I know. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't have a. But the ones I do remember is Hercules. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was ah. the, the Rock Hercules, yes. and then there was like a completely different Hercules movie, and they were less than a year apart. I think. Hercules yeah. and the Legend of Hercules. Yeah. Man, yeah. what the shit? Public yeah. domain. Get, baby, guess public which one domain. came first? Uh, the Hercules. Legend. Yes. Yeah. That didn't yeah. have to. The have one the with the better SEO. Yeah. yeah there you go. And I love telling that story. Were you there with? Like one of my first game appointments working in the games biz was mm. with a company called Brash Entertainment, whose job oh, it yeah. was to do nothing but make games out of movies. Sure. That would be their business model. I believe they made Space Chimps mm. and Jumper. Tight, tight, tight. And during an exclusive reveal, like, and now we're going to reveal to you the game for a movie that's not even announced. Hmm. And they and so and it was clearly Hercules with no title on it. And like the movie hasn't been announced, so we can't tell you what this is. I am Hercules the first thing in the game. And almost ten years later, one of those Hercules movies finally comes out. That's, <laughs> wow. Like, that's how, like, I'm just trying to imagine how much money it lost Sitting before it ever shelf. saw, yes, before yeah. it ever saw the, the, yeah. like, the movie uh, theater. The forecast has increased to six million copies for this game. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Torque and Biker Boys? Shit! Uh, Jesus <laughs> Christ! Yeah. Uh, yeah I haven't seen Torque yet, but Biker Boys is not, not very good. No? So they, very character-driven. They do have Astonishingly yeah. character-driven. Yeah. <laughs> the scene of him driving down the side of the, the country road, that's pretty great. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't it doesn't count mm-hmm. but it, I was trying to find I looked briefly into modern examples but then just looking through like the highest grossing movies of the year yeah. like it's all superhero shit yeah You're like a superhero movie going up against a superhero movie yeah. every week and I'd be remiss <laughs> uh, I I didn't get grab clips for them but uh, in 2013 there were two post apocalyptic post-apocalyptic movies that just start comedians. Uh, this is the end oh, and yeah. the world's end. Oh, and yeah, I guess yeah. those were kind of 2012 related because isn't that yeah, what yeah, yeah. Armageddon like, was going to happen? Oh, the yeah. world's end. Turns out they're four years off. World's end doesn't involve an apocalypse, just an invasion. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fucking... Both those movies are fantastic. But they both have end at yeah. the end. <laughs> they do. Other they names. Do. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there are literally on this one Wikipedia page, there are 200 pairs of movies yeah. wow. so if, if you have ones that you want us to, to call out maybe we'll do a sequel episode maybe we'll or a twin film a twin to twin film episodes or do talk about them on bonus time but yeah uh, what's, they're, what's they're, great about our other show 302010 yeah is that we were in the 87 segment. What's 302010, Elston? Uh, it's a weekly look back to podcasts. Uh, what happened that exact week 30 years ago, 20 years ago, and 10 years ago? Yeah, and in the 87 segment. The movies, music, TV, and games from that week in 87, 97, yeah. 07. In, in the 87 segment, we're constantly talking about a fucking Golden Globus canon <laughs> film that is a direct ripoff yeah. of something that came yeah. out six months ago. Yeah. So that, or that or is count. about to come out. But we could do that with literally every film of theirs, and they release a film seemingly every week in yeah. the 80s. Yeah. No. Oh, that's not an exaggeration. Yeah. Uh, and all those body switching movies are 87, 88. Yeah. And all those disaster movies are 97, wow. 98. So you yeah. can expect to, oh, yeah. for us to Does talk about, say, about these a little bit more on that show. say something weird about humanity at that time. Yeah, every 10 years we have a different uh, yeah. weird psychosis. So or, uh, so in 07, I wonder what uh, any doubled up mm. movies in 07. Uh, we all want to be uh, put upon superheroes. 
Man. Hancock and the. I, there's the nothing in 2007, oh, and the Hancock. only things I can find in 2006 are uh, 9/11 movies yeah. and movies about magicians. <laughs> Illusionist yes. and prestige. Yeah. <laughs> was it United 91? What was the other one? Uh, Flight 93. Flight, or, or the, I mean, there's also World Trade Center. World oh, Trade yeah, Center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Both yeah. Lo- both unwatchable. Yeah. Fuck those movies. Still mad at them trying to capitalize <laughs> on the on the the popularity of 911. Mm. And they had to wait Christ. several years to do it too. Yeah, almost five. Good yeah. on you. Yeah, <laughs> such almost re- made it. Such restraint, says the dog. <laughs> um, but yes, this has been Laser Time. Cool. Uh, and this yeah. show was pro- uh, was executive produced by Addison Dittman, hey. AKD buddy, uh, and many other fine people at Patreon, patreoncom slash time where you'll get uh, for in exchange for supporting us, you'll get a weekly exclusive show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll get uh, over. 50 full-length movie commentaries, uh, live video uh, Mm -hmm. commentaries. We have a giant archive of that. Uh, Some other awards and uh, another show, I believe. Yeah, bonus time, our our weekly show where we shoot the breeze and... Uh, we address a lot of this, the comments like uh, that we get on all these shows. So uh, if we don't do a twin episode to this twin movies episode, mm-hmm. uh, we will probably talk about some of your choices in, in on a future bonus time. Uh, but yeah, that's yeah. that's it for uh, for the for, you know the twin movies that I thought fit the uh, the idea of the concept the most. And uh, yeah. feel free to suggest your own in the comments. Indeed. Uh, what takes us out, Dave? Uh Two songs at the same time. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll figure something out. Hello?